0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: This is Bitches on Comics, the podcast geared toward making comics more welcoming to LGBTQ folks and women readers. And me. And Sarah. Desi.
2: Welcome, everyone. This is a very special Christmas episode of ho, Bitches on ho, Comics. Oh, ho, ho. Ho, ho, Santa, you're a bitch. And <laughs> it is about our favorite, favorite of all of the holiday specials. And I think really all of us can agree on one thing. And the true meaning of Christmas is found in this one classic Christmas special the X Men animated series, Have Yourself a Morlock Little Christmas, starring the Morlocks and the X Men. What is a Morlock? Oh, what isn't a Morlock? Seriously. <laughs> you go and you look at the Morlocks, you're like, what is happening? This is a full commentary on classism. The Morlocks and X-Men comics are based on The Time Machine by H.G. Wells, which is a book about time machines. And machines of time. And they live in this kind of utopia, but then, oh no, look, there's a seedy underbelly to that, and it's basically classism. So the Morlocks are kind of subterranean, you know, disfigured, have terrible things going on in their lives. All of the people who live on the surface world have thoughts and feelings on them that are lots of opinions. Lots of opinions, but don't really help them very much. That's essentially Shocking. the relationship between the X-Men and, and the, Morlocks. the Morlocks, which is so messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Cuz Morlocks ca- are just
1: mutants, right? Yeah, they're totally. so ugly. Right, yeah. I mean, that's I'm the word that they scare would quoting ugly. Like
2: <laughs> somebody would use that word. I don't know if I would, but <laughs> I would call them uniquely beautiful you would
1: <laughs> i mean i think they're all fu- i mean they all dress like my
2: friends now if you look at like <laughs> if you look at those old like morlock comics and shows all my friends are morlocks now they're all wearing hoodies and jeans that are torn and i'm oh that's very fashionable and then i'm like oh you're supposed to communicate that you live in a
1: sewer and that it's poverty <laughs> also the weird part is like how do they look worse on some scale again scare quotes worse than the beast. He's literally
2: (laughs) covered in blue fur head to toe. And yeah, I think his witticisms are what keep him afloat. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Witty. So as you can tell, I'm overcoming. He's kind of that token character or something where he doesn't have the ability to pass, But he is so amiable to other
1: people that— He's he's so eloquent for a mutant. He can speak in such good language. We feel more comfortable around him. And then the Morlocks are like,
2: we have to steal medicine to survive, and everybody is like, shut down. (laughs) That is a problem for me. Hey, I'm upset. I'm upset that you robbed an ambulance and almost hurt someone. But hey, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So
1: <laughs> So the opening scene of this special
2: is just so the singing is so funny because they're singing "Fa la la la" but then you just hear Cyclops be like "Fa
1: la la la." And then Then <laughs> Jubilee reads him hard yeah. and is like "Cyclops is having trouble with his voice," which I don't really know what that implies, but it's like not a good thing. So then Ro grabs Jubilee and flies her to the top of this, like, nine-story Christmas tree. And Jubilee's never seen a star before. <laughs> she's, like, emotional about getting to put this. I mean, which is fair enough. Like, she yeah. got a family, finally. I'm not trying to hate on Jubilee. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of the running theme, though.
2: Yeah, she's kind of the underdog of this episode, really. <laughs> she's just trying to have a family the whole time. Rogue is like, why don't I just fly you to the top of the tree, stupid?
1: <laughs> like, God. Now I'll put this star up there for you. And then just, like, ten feet away— Wolverine is sitting with his back to them, like three feet from a fireplace that is huge. (laughs) there's only one chair too (laughs) yeah there are no other chairs yeah to sulk in this is his angry chair
2: yeah he's very upset staring into a fire hates christmas turns out hates it big old surprise from this guy (laughs) cyclops calls him grumpus which is so cute and funny cyclops is really trying to get out of his terrible personality in this episode (laughs) and it's just not working
1: no because it just goes with you he's
2: like he just hates all the fun that we're having. And Jubilee is like, is it fun? <laughs> she was like, let's go shopping.
1: Yeah. Oh, first Beast decides he wants to make a beer from a poem. Non alcoholic for the record, (laughs) children at home. Yeah. But then it explodes, and that's not how you make that. Red goes everywhere. Yeah. But also, it's called blood. Yeah. Why are you sticking your tongue in open beakers? (laughs) This
2: guy does it all of the time. He's so ridiculous. He's like, all right, look at this chemical concoction I've come up with. Now I'm going to put my tongue in it. Oh snap! I'm covered with gray fur. Let's keep going. Now I'm covered with blue fur. <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh whoa! Now I'm like a giant cat man.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Yeah, that doesn't happen in this episode, but it does happen. I mean, it's the story of the beast. <laughs> yeah, it's him just being like, I should just experiment on myself some more. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna taste it. See yeah, it's done. I feel like they're sending some weird messages
1: about this guy and <laughs> scientific ethics, but that's a story for a different day. So then half the episode ends up being this story that goes off of from like Jubilee going shopping. Mm-hmm. She's going gift shopping.
2: Yeah, at the mall she, for all of oh her my God. fans. <laughs> AKA the X-Men. For all of her family people who she's trying to bond with that just can't be human to her Yeah, (laughs) because the X-Men don't understand. This is why I love it so much. I watched this as a little kid. I didn't celebrate Christmas really. And so I always think about being a kid, having not really any understanding of Christmas and then watching the X-Men special where they have no idea what the F Christmas is. and they have no idea. Oh my God, these are my people. I have no idea how to celebrate Christmas and neither do they.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jean Grey and Gambit getting a cook-off. To me,
2: the best part of the entire episode is the cook-off. And also the fact that Gambit tries to put time in one of Jean's dishes. And Jean, who is a very much a white lady, is not... She's She's open for spices. Time, by the way. (laughs) Time. Time. One of the mildest of all of the spices. And Jean's response is to knock him across the kitchen (laughs) telekinetically (laughs) with telekinesis and knock all of these pots and pans on his head.
1: Like a pot full of water that ostensibly is boiling falls on his head and she goes, "Ah." sorry, gambit. You suck. Which, you know
2: what? <laughs> Touche. She gets really just one over on him this entire time. The two of them trying to share space in a kitchen is one of the funniest things that's ever happened on television, on Christmas, on Christmas television. It's just the best. In
1: an X-Men comic. It's beautiful, really. <laughs> and you just, I think it really speaks to the tension of the holiday yeah, a lot of, you know, people get pretty tense for lots of fair reasons, uh-huh. and it's funny to see like these superheroes have the same sort of banal fights over time. And it kind of helps me understand the dynamic between Gene and
2: Gambit where he is kind of a goofball, a little bit of a jackass. And she has no basis for a measured emotional response to any situation. She has never responded normally to anything. And so he says something like, I'm going to put some spice into this dish. And she loses her mind and goes like, Phoenix, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you will burn. And you want to do what? <laughs> so they just argue with each other through this entire episode about like spices and about dinner. cooking. She literally calls him Swamp Rat, which is oh kind of gosh. a slur,
1: <laughs> but okay. Ugh. Like, what's going on, Jean? But then, meanwhile, Jubilee decides the people she needs to take shopping are Storm, solid choice, yeah, and Wolverine. <laughs> A.K.A. AKA Christmas. Grumpus. Literally Grumpus. And Grumpus, turns out, doesn't like the mall. <laughs> For all of his incredible powers, it is the mall that brings Logan low.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was how he was defeated finally in Death of Wolverine, I remember.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. They were like, you have to go buy a tie at the mall. And he's like... I'm dead. I died. <laughs> the end pops the claws out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There and then was... he's just covered in like plastic bags, and <laughs> perfume spray and it was really the the part of Logan the film that really I was like why is there no Oscar for this? <laughs>
2: Why isn't there a lady who just walks up, sprays perfume in his face, and almost gets gutted for no reason on a Christmas Eve by this guy who has no control of his temper and is out of his mind with rage and just,
1: what is happening? Why did well, he you bring keeps, Wolverine? And he keeps being annoyed that it's still Christmas Eve. Even and though it's, it's only like, been 30 seconds of the episode? You you just walked from one room to another. Did you think <laughs> it would be a different day? It's And Christmas. also tomorrow's Christmas. Step, step, step. Oh, it's still Christmas. (laughs) Step, step, step. Oh, Christmas again. Then for no explained reason, they're suddenly cut to their ice skating. Yes. That's what you do, I am told, by people who
2: know what Christmas is and how to celebrate it in places that are not rural Missouri.
1: (laughs) Well, they do say go buy your gifts first uh-huh. so you have something to hold while you're skating. I'm pretty <laughs> sure is the general rule for ice skating. And then a uh,
2: ambulance just flies off of a... <laughs> overpass right onto the ice storm keeps it from crushing some people because it's storm she does the only caring about people <laughs> that we've seen in a long time in this show and yeah it's full of morlocks and they're just trying to steal some medicine so that they can keep a kid alive which makes wolverine <laughs> even angrier he's furious he's like you're lying and you're
1: stealing <laughs> morlocks would lie to their grandmother okay racist what's that about you're
2: literally a mass murderer wolverine i think you need to sit on your hands here
1: and then julie's like what about my (laughs) presence
2: Yeah, it's so funny what terrible people the X Men are through this entire episode.
1: <laughs> like they, like you said, it's like they read about Christmas in a magazine and they're like, I can do this. I know what like, this I, is. I get this. So then they go into the sewers because Storm's <laughs> like, What's wrong with what do you mean there's something wrong with one of the Morlocks? Backstory. They they
2: totally uh yeah, deadbeat dad. Maybe you should come and check on us sometime because Storm had taken leadership of the Morlocks from Callisto and just who left lives there. them. Yeah, and was like, "Well, that's cool. You guys got this. I'm gone." And but I'm still in charge. Then but they're I'm like, out. "They're like, yeah, maybe you should have done something, interacted with us, checked on us sometimes." <laughs> like, maybe. and Storm goes, mm, "Hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, I guess we're going to the sewer for Christmas." <laughs> <laughs> Jubilee walks down a ladder into the sewer with packages in her arms and carrying them. And Wolverine and Storm refuse to help her, even though they're presents for Wolverine and Storm. But Storm is wearing one awesome jacket she's just baller she like walks right in she knows you know what the deal is she knows she's gonna go see her conflicting ex Kalisto
1: oh so she's like
2: I'm gonna just go ahead and stroll on in here I gotta look good Kalisto's like yeah you kind of left us high and dry and Storm's like god damn it I can't love you like that girl We're and, in two different worlds. And Kalisto's like, Yeah, dude, you're like the one who literally uh, stole leadership from me. This is the
1: worst breakup
2: ever. This breakup sucks. Anyway, this little boy's dying, I guess. <laughs> and then on cue, Leech is like,
1: Oh. <laughs> everyone's like oh right 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 fuck fuck fuck!" there's we're, a dying child we we're, were here for a reason sorry God, we Jesus. were just having some tension between us and then jubilee just like wanders off and meets like a <laughs> a weird child moppet child who <laughs> is so funny and julie's like we need a miracle and she goes what's a miracle <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't
2: a miracle? What is a miracle? What is Christmas? She doesn't answer. She just (laughs) is like, "It's something we need." One tear, and then she goes, "Nothing." (laughs) Says nothing. Does nothing. What's a miracle?
1: That's what I ask myself every Christmas. And then it just like ends up being like these storylines still somewhere. Gene and Gambit are fighting over Christmas dinner. Not
2: answering the phone. Not answering the phone. <laughs> Even though there's a child's life on the line. I think Storm Rogue is with them, I think. Yeah.
1: But not helping and or mediating. Beast is just like, oh, it's
2: cool. I brought my med kit into the sewer where I'm going to do random surgery all of a sudden on this kid because we've decided that maybe transferring Wolverine's healing factor blood into this kid will help, which does not seem like it is based in science in any way. Wolverine's like... it.
1: Not helped some people. And someone's like, so then it has helped some. And he's like, I guess in a technical sense. You think <laughs> I don't want to help the kid? And, and it was like, like, no, we didn't we think don't. you wanted to help the kid. You've been
2: saying Rush Limbaugh shit about these people this entire time. We don't think you want to help this kid, Wolverine. Actually, you haven't acted like you did this entire time. Just so you know, you've only said you hated Christmas <laughs> this entire episode. You said horrible things about warlocks and about Christmas. So I don't really see how you good yeah. guy go here. When did you talk about how you wanted to help the kid? <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense.
1: Well, no Beast sense. just pulls out his blood transfusion kit. No, no, kit Storm and- goes and finds one. Oh, right, right, right. And ta- yeah. So Beast actually shows up later. Yeah. So Storm goes and finds a blood transfusion kit that— We just have them. They must. Yeah. What else would you have? Yeah, for all the blood transfusions and you do in the sewer. Wolverine up to leech Mm -hmm. and then for like 13 seconds gives like some of Wolverine's blood and then Wolverine gets pissed rips the IV out stands up and is like this isn't gonna work it's not helping and just walks off and everyone's like what the hell?
2: You didn't even try. You're not making any effort and you're actually about ready to kill this kid because they straight up set IVs up and you ripped them out of your body rather than give blood to this kid. It is wild. Who is dying on a table in a sewer. <laughs> and that's when Beast shows up with his med bag. I was going to say, and that's the spirit of Christmas. But yes, that's when Beast shows up with his med bag, just like Santa Claus in the sewer. And starts making jokes? Yeah, he's like, what's up, everybody? How's it been? Anyway, I'm going going to be here all week so if you have any need for comedy just go ahead and buy
1: tickets you can get them online pre-sale um make sure you take the waitress <laughs> this is my other gig and then in the background jubilee's like still with this kid and it's it's like her broke ass christmas tree <laughs> it's like worse than charlie brown's it's christmas my tweet. Christmas tweet and, and jubilee is like, like no. it's super not <laughs> Inside of her head, she's just. But outside, she's like, "Oh, it's very nice. That's great." But that's exactly what
2: they look like.
1: Tell me this isn't real. This is my question.
2: Is that really helping this child? Because I feel like you should have told her that that's not what Christmas trees look
1: like. That tree is fucked, little kid. (laughs) You need to go somewhere else. (laughs) Then they go to the kitchen, and they're eating, like, a weird green soup. It's, like, a soup that's, like, not a color soup should be. And the little girl's like, like, this is my Christmas dinner. (laughs) And Jubilee's like, please make it stop. This is so (laughs) fucking sad and terrible. (laughs) She's like, do you want some?
2: And Jubilee's like, No. I'd rather die. No thanks. I don't want any of your food that you made in the sewer. Thanks. Then leech hops up. Leech is fine. <laughs> leech is good now. Leech is like good. It worked, and that's fine. We don't know what Wolverine's worked, something. like. I believe in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> was <laughs> like, what is it? What do you mean you believe in Christmas? Then they're like, oh, does that mean that you're going to stay for Christmas dinner? And they're like, no.
1: <laughs> Jubilee's doesn't. face is
2: like, God, save no. me!" Hey, listen, I guess I do have a few packages of prepackaged food that's mas- mostly candy. I guess we can have that. I I will not eat your sewer food. I will certainly not be inviting you to my house.
1: Yes, cut to the mansion where two gorgeous gourmet dinners are laid out. And fucking Jean is like, oh, well, we can just heat it up again later. And Gambit says, but Gambit does not cook TV dinners. (laughs) And so all of this food is going to get thrown in the trash. They can't give it to the Morlocks. They can't serve it to the rest of the X-Men when it's cold. No, (laughs) trash is the only possible solution. And that's the spirit of Christmas. (laughs) That's it. There's no moral. There's no, like, I, I, what, what do you- Just hear those sleigh bells ringling, ding, 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 So, you know, this Christmas, I hope you pull your loved ones close and tell them nothing. <laughs> I hope that whenever you
2: interact with me going forward that everybody can understand that this is literally what I thought Christmas was <laughs> <laughs> whenever I was a kid. And I would watch this episode again and
1: again. And, uh, yeah, I, mean, I do it is, it is, know. Me- it is so good. It is brilliant. So many of them are so saccharine, so many Christmas specials. And, you know, I don't celebrate Christmas. You don't celebrate Christmas. Uh-huh. So it's like, why would I – I don't watch most of them. Mm-hmm. But I watched this, and I was just dying. Yeah. The, the dialogue is – awful. Everyone sounds tinny and They don't weird. explain anything. Nothing makes any sense. <laughs> There's like why why is this thing happening? They
2: tortured Jubilee for wanting to be happy. <laughs> they're yeah. like, "Oh, you wanted to have Christmas? We're going to the sewer."
1: <laughs> yeah, suck it, Jubilee. <laughs> guess She's what? Like, Somebody's about to can die. Can I keep my presents? So like, yeah. yeah, 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 whatever.
2: Absolutely, but guess what? There's an 11-year-old
1: boy who's about to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> why don't you get a reality check? It's uh it's pretty amazing. Like, so You have a mansion. Yeah. For mutants. Yes. To help mutants. Right. It's clearly mostly empty. Yes. You have like seven people living there.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's good. Seven is enough. Seven's, you know, they're like, we're not going to
1: add anyone else. We don't. The are like in desperate need of help. Yeah. Like in debt. Like they're being so, they're so fucked. They live in a sewer. And they were actively screwed over by the X Men (laughs) whenever Storm took leadership. Yeah. And they're like, here's restorative justice. We'll give you some fucking packages of candy, and then we're out of here because,
2: you know what, <laughs> you smell. And you're super not coming into my house like that.
1: If you even look me directly in the eye, I will
2: slap you. <laughs> there is no self-awareness of the classism that is oh rampant my God, no, in this episode. No. There's no self-awareness of Jean being like the whitest white lady in the kitchen, there's like just no, just it's like every moment comes to you out of a void or something.
1: And yeah. it's brilliant. And then there's like this PDSM moment where Storm is like, kneel. The Callisto and you're like oh yeah what? that's one of those things where I'm like ooh I ship it it's like wait what's happening? I'm what's like ooh next? things are
2: tense between these two and then it's just like Neil
1: and I'm like dot and, and, dot dot and then and then <laughs> what ha- happens now what should she do next oh. Storm, Storm keep telling her it's fine I wrote a fanfic about it but we don't have to it's talk about perfect. it right now I'll just be reading it tonight <laughs> so you know what the real spirit of Christmas is not giving a fuck about anyone I was like ambulance and the ice <laughs>
2: stealing the medicine, (laughs) hating poor people. The (laughs) real spirit of Christmas is at least you're not a Morlock. But have yourself a Morlock little Christmas, you hear?
1: So, Sarah, how do we support this
2: podcast? Well, you know what I would do if I was going to support this podcast? I would get a Patreon so that I could give money to the people who put it on.
1: For, you know,
2: costs, because there's a lot of cost whenever it comes to podcasting. I don't know if people know about that, except for all of the people in the audience who totally have their own podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all have them these days. That's what it's like now, isn't it?
1: If you have questions or Bitches on Comics, or if you're a comic creator and want to send us copies of your work, Please email us at bitchesoncomics at gmail.com. B dot at gmail.com. Gmail does not like the word bitch, so make sure you leave the I out, otherwise we won't get your email. Remember, there is no I in bitch. If you'd like to
2: support the podcast, you can do so by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a Patreon www.patreon.com slash bitches on comics where we have exclusive content I'm Essie Fleenor, and you can learn more about me at essieflenor.com I'm Sarah Century and you can learn more about me at www.sarahcentury.com music provided by Earth Control Pill which you can find at earthcontrolpill.bandcamp.com
1: Bitches on Comics is recorded and edited by Kate Warner learn more about Kate and her band Churchfire at churchfiremusic.com Bitches on Comics recorded in Denver, Colorado. We want to recognize the indigenous peoples who have inhabited and do inhabit this land. The Arapaho Nation, the Ute Nation, the Cheyenne Nation, and others who have been erased from our history and collective memories through colonization.